0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to The Book of Alicia, where we talk about womanhood, motherhood, wifeyhood, and everything in between. I may not know everything, but I know some things, so we're going to talk about some things, okay? I am your host, Alicia, and I'm ready to dive into some things today. But first, let me start off by sharing with you ways you can connect with me on social media. You can follow me at The Book of Alicia on Instagram, as well as like my Facebook page, The Book of Alicia. You can also follow me on my blog at www.alishashavonne.com. That's e-s-h-a-s-h-e-v-o-n.com, where you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts, as well as purchase books I've authored and shirts I have available online. So, are you guys ready for this episode? Let's get it in. Okay, you guys, so for the next several weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you conversations with awesome women of purpose. I was honored to have interviewed 21 of the 28 authors who were part of the 28-day devotional, The Purpose in My Pain, with a visionary author, Dr. Tamiko Hall. So I'm going to be doing something a little different for the next few episodes. I will share not one, but two conversations with the ladies of the devotional. So yes, you will be getting the pleasure of getting two interviews in one episode on the podcast. So stick around, y'all. Let's get it in. hey guys okay so up first we have the lovely alvestine beto she is new to the book of alicia podcast but i was excited to speak to her about her chapter in the purpose of my pain anthology so she talks about her chapter her experiences and ways you can connect to her if you want to follow her on any social media platforms and support her by purchasing a book directly to her so here it goes y'all stay tuned Yes, so today we have Al- Alvestine Bethel today to talk about her chapter, her experience in discovering my purpose through paint anthology that is going to be out February 13th with visionary author um, being Dr. Tamika Hall. So I'm just going to talk with you today about your experience, about um, what you want, what you want to share in your chapter and discovering the purpose in my paint. So go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, who you are. Um, Anything you would like to share before we get into talking about the anthology?
1: Okay, hello. My name is Alistine Bethel, as Miss Alicia said, and it's just such an honor to be a part of this anthology. Uh, I came from, I was born actually in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, raised in Miami, Florida. I have a beautiful husband. We share seven children. I love, I have a heart for people, God's people, I'm God's child. I retired last year after 18 years as a correctional officer, and I have my associate's degree from Miami-Dade College. I'm currently in the bachelor's program at Florida International University, and I just have a heart for the youth. I'm also one of the youth pastors at Church of the Rock, and I also lead a youth program entitled Court. And I'm just happy to be here and happy to be a part of this anthology.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. So what even brought you to this anthology or like who did someone tell you about it? Did you see it? How did you happen to come across this anthology?
1: Yes, um, I came across it uh, on Facebook. I saw the previous anthology that Cassandra McCray did And I had inboxed her and I had asked her, I said, let me know when there's an opportunity, you know, next time I would love to be a part of it. So she quickly wrote me back and said, you know, there's one coming up. I don't know if it's too late, but I'll reach out to Dr. Tamika Hall on my behalf. And literally at the last minute, that's how I became a part of this anthology. And I mean, I'm just so happy, just so happy.
0: So share with us a little bit of your story. Don't give us too much because we want people to go and read it, but just share your story on what you shared in the anthology.
1: Yes, So my chapter is entitled All Things Left Aren't Lost. And just pretty much in a nutshell, it was a situation that I experienced as a child where I felt like I was abandoned because I was left in a certain situation. But even though I was left, all hope wasn't lost. So in the chapter, I pretty much talk about one of the childhood traumas that I experienced, which later on fueled some of the decisions that I made as an adult. And a lot of times when you look at children, broken children who have unresolved issues, they later become broken adults. So pretty much that's it in a nutshell. You will have to purchase the book to read the rest, but it's going to bless whoever decides to support us and purchase it is going to bless your life.
0: And was it was it your first time on um, being a part of something like this, a, a project or
1: Yes, ma'am. I, that's why I'm so grateful for the opportunity.
0: How did you feel sharing sharing your story?
1: I felt like you know, it 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 was healing me at the same time, but I know that whoever reads it they're going to be healed and blessed and just delivered from just situations that they too may have, you know, experienced as a child, because a lot of times, you know, we just need, you know, people need someone to talk to, so I just want to encourage anyone who reads it, they're going to be blessed.
0: But share with us how, um, what you hope people gain from reading your chapter. I
1: just want people to just find hope, And just to trust in God, you know, in whatever situation they may find themselves in or whatever situation they have, you know, experienced in their past, you know, it's never too late to heal and that their feelings are valid, you know, and um, just to find purpose in God to surrender to his will. And I just want a lot of people just to focus on the youth because I really have a heart for youth. And I feel that because the youth are the future, we have to invest in them. And we have to talk to our children, just make sure you're concerned about some of the things that they're concerned about. And that's pretty much all.
0: (laughs) No, no, I definitely agree. That's something I was actually thinking about, what had me thinking about how a lot of the times um, we don't invest enough in the generation that's coming after us. Um, And I see a lot of them uh, actually seeking um i mean i don't want to say seeking help or i mean actually seeking knowledge or actually seeking you know to be better or seeking um i can't think of the word i'm saying but they're like seeking something like for f- fulfillment yeah. and sometimes i feel like we kind of overlook it or feel like they're just kids or feel like they're um don't have much to say or i don't even know i can't even think of the word but we underestimate them there we go that's what i'm looking for yes, yes, yes. i lot of feel like we underestimate children and the generation coming behind us i think that we need to invest in them more because at the end of the day they're our future and they're the people that are going to be looking after us when we old and decrepit <laughs> you know <laughs> and i i see um like like I, even on social media, I mean, I look at kids and I look at social media. I see so much talent, and I see so much in them. But a lot of times, I feel like some of them may be missing guidance, and they may be missing even, especially spiritual guidance. There's so many things that are out there that are that are influence their mind and influence, you know, how they think and how and the people that they they gravitate to, and a lot of times the people and things that they gravitate to. Are necessarily um, spiritual things and things of God and things that are uh, that keep them fed and nourished. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Like they have tangible things and they're able to get like certain successes, but they don't have like the spiritual maturity a lot of the times. And I wonder is it because we just assume. That they know, like that they have that, or, or maybe we're getting too politically correct that we don't want to always talk about those things. I'm not really sure, but I definitely, um, I definitely agree that we need to invest more. And I, I, I admire, I admire um, you having a heart for the youth because sometimes dealing with them ain't for everybody. You have to be like a special person.
1: <laughs> yes, I totally understand.
0: <laughs> no, like I think sometimes people don't have the patience um but I think kids are a lot kids nowadays are really going through a lot I think they have more than what we had um as you know to influence them and we don't always necessarily just sit and just hear them out and see you know what they're experiencing what they're going through because we just assume that they I mean I I feel like we just assume they're resilient and whatever it is they'll just get over it you know what I mean and a lot of times they're dealing with things and trying to find ways to get help or trying to find ways to cope or trying to find you know just all these things to make them happy or fulfill them and they don't always go to the right things and we need to be conscious of that and willing to willing to just invest yeah but a lot of people just don't have patience and you know what
1: miss alicia a lot lot of times times too as adults because our lives are so hectic we're we're so busy yeah and sometimes you have to say okay let me stop and let me because me and my husband like I said we share seven children so it's kind of hard to be there for each child requires something different you understand what I'm saying like and I had to learn that throughout the years every child the way I deal with one I can't deal with the other and every child requires a certain level of attention I mean in a certain level of love so I'm learning, you know, life is a yeah. journey. We're still learning, but that's another thing. We have to make sure we're not too busy yeah. for their concerns, for their, you know, their needs, because as adults, it's our responsibility to make, to advocate for our kids and to make sure they have everything that they need. They didn't ask to be here. And um, as being, like I said, being a correction officer over 18 years, a lot of times I've, I learned so much. Miss, Mrs. Alicia, I learned so much on how to deal with people. A lot of times, I had to counsel people, and when you talk to people, you become you you, you get to get to the root of things and to see, okay, this is why you're acting this way. Um, and when they give you some of their life experiences on what they've experienced, I'm like, wow. A lot of times, they have unresolved issues. A lot of times, when they were growing up, they didn't have parents or anybody to you know show them any kind of concern any kind of love so that's why they're acting out as adults because they're they were broken as children and they still because issues weren't dealt with now they're adults and they're still broken, broken. and they're, they sometimes all they need is somebody just to talk to and just to listen to them yeah
0: yeah and a lot of times like they're broken there's broken as children and then you're trying to be an adult doing adult things but still Handling things as handling things as a child because of the brokenness, you know what I mean. So you're trying to navigate being adult and dealing with traumas and stuff that you've experienced that you never, and that's that's tough. That's tough. So I definitely commend you for for you know having that heart because, uh, yeah, and and we do. I think for me, um, because I I'm, I have two girls, I'm I'm learning as well. For me, what I'm learning is. Not to always go back to what was taught to me yes. because I definitely feel like, um, the kids now don't respond to the type of teaching and type of uh maybe even discipline that I received. They're just different, you and I hit have it to on,
1: you hit it on the nail it's yeah, but,
0: like I have to unlearn some things because I'm all like, ooh, I mean, for instance, my daughters, um, they speak up, they talk not to be disrespectful, but they wanna know. And then when, when I was younger, it was like, you, only, you don't speak to adults a certain way. You don't question adults because they're the ones that know. And you know if you were to talk back or do anything, you're being disrespectful. And I had to learn with my girls, they're not necessarily being disrespectful. They just generally have a question. They're just trying to understand. And they would just be like, well, mom, I'm just trying to understand. Or I'm just, you know, and I had to really say, you know what, that's true. Like, they're not, it's nothing wrong with me answering a question. They're not coming at me wrong. You know, they're just trying to understand the world we're living in. And I have to have the patience to talk to them and speak to them about the world we live, especially since the world we're living in is is different from when I was growing up. (laughs) So I can't expect to parent them in a world that I was parented in. Twenty-something years ago, because <laughs> no. I had the same experience. So, yeah, I'm unlearning a lot of things, and um, I definitely feel like uh, it's it's you just grow. It's just something that you just you kind of pick up as you learn and as you mature how to speak to them differently, how to address them differently. Yes, and yeah.
1: One more thing. I don't want to talk. You know, today. No, you're fine. No, but, you're fine. <laughs> okay. Um. Another thing, like you were saying, just to add to that like growing up you know our parents did the best that they could do and they were just doing what they were taught but like i was telling teaching my children because one thing my kids will never be able to tell anybody i don't talk to them but a lot of times when our parents my parents taught us they always said okay i'm gonna give you for instance um don't have sex before marriage but they never told us why not to so i try to teach my kids don't have sex before marriage The reason being is because it's addictive. So, when it's addictive, you're going to keep wanting it and wanting it and wanting it, and you're never going to stop. You know what I'm saying? So, that I always give them the why. Why? Like another example, my mom used to always say, Okay, don't get credit cards. So, I just in my mind, I just had, Okay, I ain't going to get no credit cards, but she never told me why not to get credit cards or maybe not why not to get credit cards but just to have discipline when you get them
2: them. you understand there's
1: nothing wrong with credit cards but it's you need restraint you need discipline because Mm -hmm. you can find yourself in a whole world of trouble so that's one thing i'm trying to implement you know i don't blame my mother my i have the best mother in the world yeah Yeah. but you know you have to take from your experiences and then just ask Mm -hmm. god for wisdom on how to navigate the rest of you, you know in your children's life to make their lives a little bit better than what yours was so
0: yeah yeah i definitely agree i definitely agree with that um explaining why because when you don't give them the answer why they're curious to know why <laughs> so, <laughs> so i feel true. like they're most likely their, their curiosity is going to peak more because okay well why can't i do that you know especially yeah. those that have that mentality where they're gonna challenge you know you have certain certain personalities that are gonna challenge what you say so yeah I definitely agree with you know just educating them on the reasons behind why you're giving them that particular that particular answer yeah well is there anything else you wanted to share or talk about that
1: was all I appreciate <laughs> you
0: it <laughs> was nice meeting well you. I appreciate you too I um I, I I thought it was gonna be uh more than one person on today. So I was wasn't really prepared to have additional questions for you. Otherwise, we could have like chatted for, for, for I know, right? um, but um I didn't want to feel like you know I was holding you holding you guys up or imposing on anybody's time. But no, if you don't have anything else, it was definitely I'm trying to make sure I don't have any other questions for you. Um no I don't have anything um so definitely what's going to happen is I'm going to um again I have your I think I have your bios and your headshots they they sent those to me I will send everyone a flyer of the date once I solidify the date of when you're going to be airing the podcast is available on pretty much all platforms so Spotify Apple Podcasts iHeart whatever you got whatever those are the main three that people listen oh or um amazon amazon music as well they have podcasts so let you people know whichever ones they're happy or whatever one they enjoy listening to the most they would be most likely be able to hear you on their that platform um if that's not i mean that's everything um i appreciate talking talking to you and i will be looking forward to getting the book because of course i have support her and all her and all her anthologies so i always try to um, purchase a, the ebook as well as a personal copy so that I can support the authors and support her. So um, again, to share, share with everyone where they can um, follow you, like your page, go to your website, share that again one more time for the audience.
1: On my personal website where, where they'll be able to purchase a copy of my book is plantedwithapurpose.com. Also, you can follow me on Facebook at Al Bethel. It's capital A, and it's Al, A-L, and capital B for Bethel. And also Instagram at planted underscore with underscore A underscore
0: purpose. Okay, cool. So everyone who's listening to the podcast, please definitely check out her website. Um, Go to Facebook, like her page, as well as go to Instagram and follow. Um, They will love your support in this anthology, as well as any other endeavors that they're doing. In the future. So, I appreciate you for coming on and talking to me for a little bit about your chapter. Um, you have a great day. I enjoy talking to you. And of course, you can always, if you have any questions or anything for me, um, you can always hit me up on um, Instagram at the Book of Alicia, or you can like my Facebook page, um, Book of Alicia. Inbox me for any questions or concerns that you want to address, and I would definitely um, respond. So, thank you for being part of the podcast, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Okay, so coming up next on the podcast for discovering the purpose in my pain author Cassandra McRae now Cassandra McCrae is not a stranger on the book of Alicia podcast she was a part of the queening anthology as well as a visionary author of living with PTSD through biblical principles which was published last month actually sorry two months ago in the month of January so you guys she's not a stranger but I'm gonna go ahead and have her reintroduce herself to you all as she discussed her latest project under the visionary Dr. Tamika Hall the purpose in my pain
2: good good afternoon thank you alicia once again for allowing me to be on your platform to share um uh, a part of, of this journey that um dr hall um has 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 been um I say she listens to the voice of God and when she, and he gives her assignment, she she really act, um, goes full. And just to be a part of this, is it's such an honor. Um, discovering um, the pain, the purpose in my pain. Um, first of all, uh, for those that don't know me, my name is Cassandra McCrae. I am an executive director of Living My Purpose Fully, which is a nonprofit organization that assists persons of uh, abuse. Uh, domestic violence, uh, rape, uh, whatever your the, the situation is. I am also an evangelist. I'm also a three times international bestseller author. I'm an author coach. I am a teacher of the word. I am an intercessor for Christ. I, I just, I work different hats. I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother. <laughs> so I I'm a full round, but I I, most my main thing is helping the people God, empowering the people God, and kicking the devil in his butt. Let him know that his time is running out, and our and our Lord and Savior is on his way back.
0: So, share with everybody your latest chapter in the newest in the latest anthology, um, "Discovering Your Purpose Through Your Pain." Share your story and. Um, your experience.
2: Yes. Um, My contribution to the uh, three-day devotional, um, I talked about my domestic violence um, period of my life that I had went in. And I also shared how um, throughout the years, um, once again, I, I didn't get all my gifts and talents in, at one time, and I shared how we all have a purpose, but we also may have gifts and talents that the Lord gives, and I shared how mine was disseminated to me throughout the years, especially the last six years of my life, um, more so, uh, just as the Bible says that he will uh, give you the measure of what he knows that you can handle um, for instance, he's not going to give you the gifts of tongues <laughs> and you know that your mouth is filthy. Um, and so these are, you know, I, 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 say that, but this is serious. You, you've got to be Holy Spirit filled in order to speak in heavenly languages. And, and in order to, to get to a, a higher realm and, 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 and the, um, heavenly realms, you, you have to be at a, you have to be in a posture, uh, your, your heart has to be clean. Your It's truly you have to be in a in a space where you just in before God all the time, and um and I try to be in that in that in that space, uh, more so more than in the natural because so much is going on in the world, um that if you if you listen to the noise and the frequency of the world you'll get you'll get consumed in it. So I try not to uh, partake in all of that and just stay. Um, You know, in the word teaching, whether it's teaching, whether it's um, praying, interceding, uh, running, um, participating on different programs, um, writing, (laughs) writing books, you know, here we are um, one year into this anthology journey, we just um, celebrated our our first anthology with Dr. Hall, Um, I Am More Than Enough, uh, which made international bestseller so this past year has been um, has God released that to me that I'm able to write um, to help empower others to help bring an encouraging word to those that may seem that, to be uh, voiceless, those that seem to be hopeless. We know that suicide is is a is a high among us, but we know that it's nothing but the enemy that has a three part agenda to steal, kill, and destroy. So in my part of the anthology. It was, It's just to share with the audience how I received my gifts and talents, talents from God, how he disseminated them and to show them that if they haven't found it, if they haven't figured it out, give themselves time. But the only way you're going to figure only way you're going to get it is by getting a relationship with God. You have to get a relationship with God so that he you have the another like I always say in my when I talk about the, when I first started my nonprofit, I had to give God my yes. I ran from the topic of domestic violence for so many years, and to God put me in a position in a situation that I could not move but to sit there and just listen to Him, and I gave Him my yes, and I've been running on that yes ever since 2016.
0: Yeah. And you know what, you know what, you talk about gifts and stuff like that. I'm, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what my gift. what my gift is, but um, you know how they had, we had to do like a spiritual, a spiritual gift test at church. Um, yeah. When I was mm-hmm. in the, the, the young adult ministry and it was the gift that I, that I, according to the test was like, educator or a teacher or something along that line I'm like I don't see it I don't know I'm still trying to figure out how how that um, plays into (laughs) my personality in my life because I'm very introverted and can be shy but um, I do think that you have to definitely form a relationship with God in order for you to understand your gift and why he gives you that gift so that's kind of been where I'm I'm at trying to figure out you know how did that how does how does my experiences play into the gift that according to this test that i took and you know how i responded to these questions why did it say the gift of teaching so i'm still well, trying to figure that out
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I, I look at teaching in different ways i don't always teach i don't always look at teaching from um, instructional mm-hmm. you have to you have to know the five fold ministry teacher is one of the offices and 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 those tests those spiritual tests that they will point you to one of those one of those offices Mm -hmm. and for me um and you might have to retake it because you you gotta when you start answering those questions you you're at a different part uh, part in your life yeah so now Mm -hmm. that you're older now that you're doing different things your your answers are going to be different Different, so where you think um at that time, you may you may have been more focused up towards college, more uh, structured to, yeah. you know, to to help learn, you know, really teach yourself something. Um, and I, and I, again, I don't know when, um, how young you were when you did take it, but I would recommend that you take it again. Because when I took mine, my last one was I think about it right before the pandemic and it it, it led me to the Office of Administration, which. Mm-hmm which is, which I love. I love working in the back office. I was a trustee. I was on the board of trustees at my church. I was the pastor's assistant. And and that plays into the, the, my physical degree, business, business um, administration, and how to structure businesses, how to, how to work behind the scenes, how to get things going up and operating. So that right there lets me know that the test is accurate because that's what that's my passion I love working in 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 the church I love working in behind the scenes I love helping uh put things together that's just who I am so um I would recommend that you um reassess it's I think it's
0: free anyway yeah uh, that idea. yeah yeah Yeah, I would recommend that you retake that yeah I probably need to do that I definitely need to do that so um, what do you hope others will gain from your story and sharing this information?
2: Mainly building a relationship because now the time that we're in, Alicia, being having that relationship with God is is very important. Like I just said, so much is happening. You know, get your face out of Facebook for a while, get your face out of so Instagram, get your face out of TikTok. Get your if you want to look at something electronic, read the electronic Bible. <laughs> but you got to get in a place where you have to reduce the noise. You have to get in a place where you were before God. And so that you can understand, okay, God, I don't want to live my life in vain. What do you have me to do? And He will reveal. He will He will. I have I used to hear stories of, of people like a Jonah type ministry that God had gave them um told them that it was gonna preach. And they ran for years, they ran for years, they ran for years and they, 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 they had to go through illnesses, they had to go through sickness, they had to go through life, near death experiences, but they finally gave God their yes. And that's where, that's where I, I would leave this interview saying, learn, get before God, build that relationship, listen for his voice. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you I always tell people, start with 1 Corinthians, I think it's the third chapter and the fifth chapter, and, and start exploring. What are these gifts and talents that the Lord gives? What are the gifts of the Spirit? Understanding that your talents and gifts are two different things. Get that understanding. And when you do, the Lord will start releasing them to you more and more as you build with him.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. How can people purchase a copy of the book from you?
2: You can always email me at Cassandra connect V a that's C a S S a N D R a C O N N E C T V a at gmail.com. And also through Facebook messenger. Um, you can follow me at Cassandra McCray uh, on Facebook. On Instagram. You can also follow me at um Live My Purpose Fully, which is my nonprofit organization.
0: And any last thoughts you want to leave the audience with before I let you go today?
2: No, I just I'm always excited when I get to talk with you. I'm excited that uh about again Dr. Hall's uh vision and carrying out uh, this uh project. It's going to really bless so many people around the world and 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 don't don't give up on yourself you know with everything so fast-paced and microwaved you know in this world slow down and and get in the presence of God but but don't be so
0: hard on yourself yeah yeah I definitely agree like to just to live in the moment and appreciate the moment that you're in instead of trying to rush everything yeah well, I definitely appreciate you as usual. Um, I don't have anything else for you tonight, so I'll go ahead and let you go. But I adore you. I appreciate you always being a part of that podcast and always wanting to support. Um, I support you in, in all your endeavors as well. And Thank you. I will let you go for tonight. <laughs> I have one one more
2: thing. Um, mm-hmm. I am working on uh, my second anthology. This one is yeah. tailored towards men um if um we know that many people have went uh, it's called the joseph anointing and men have went to prison for many years for wrongfully convictions however they came out and they um gave their life to god they're you know kingdom workers and they own their own businesses if you know anyone or anyone that's listening to this podcast um, if you're interested in becoming a co-author, I am, uh, the opportunity is open for that as well. Um, uh, I don't know your demographics, but I'm sure that, um, the word will get spread around and they can use that same email address, CassandraConnectVA at gmail.com to, uh, contact me for an opportunity to be interviewed.
0: Okay. Okay. So just so you guys got that, she's having, um, an anthology for men. Men who were, um, you said, in prison.
2: Yes, previously in, co- incarcerated.
0: Previously incarcerated and now walking in their calling. So, if anyone who's listening know of anyone, or if you are someone who is interested in being a part of her anthology, please reach out to her um, via the email that she's provided or on um, Facebook at Cassandra McCrae Or what about in, in, Instagram? Are you, what's your Instagram handle again? Living My Purpose Fully, Inc living my purpose fully ink so reach mm-hmm. out to her if you want to be a part of that um, particular anthology um noting that this is for men for men only this particular anthology
2: yes thank you so much
0: all right ma'am well i appreciate you and i will let you go if that's if that's all you wanted to share
2: <laughs> yes it is thank you again alicia know that i love you know that i'm always praying for you
0: all right love you too i'll talk to you later all right bye-bye. bye bye So that concludes the episode in discovering the purpose of my pain conversations with women of purpose series. Please, please, please make sure you connect with the ladies who have joined us today via their social media handles and websites they have provided to you. Don't forget to follow me at the book of Alicia, as well as like my Facebook page, the book of Alicia. You can also check out my blog at www.alishashivonne.com that's www.aleshashevon.com or you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts as well as purchase books that I have available and other merchandise until next time y'all i'm out be blessed